Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is scheduled for one fall and is for the title of greatest podcast ever made. Introducing first, from San Diego, California, Austin Cook. And from Odessa, Texas, Caleb McLemore. And these two together make up the Internet World Order. Well, hello, everybody. As per usual, as expected, it is your boy, Austin Cook, and we are back for another episode of the Internet World Order podcast. As always, I am joined by my co-host, Caleb McLemore. Today, we are talking about a legend. A fabled legend. Some would call him a snake. A viper, if you will. It's not Stone Cold Steve Austin. We're not talking about him because he's the Texas Rattlesnake. We are talking about the Viper, the legend killer, Randy Orton. That's right. So get your duffel bags ready. Listen to those voices in your head because uh, as those, uh, if you keep up with wrestling, so you know, a couple of weeks ago, as of us recording this, they celebrated the fact that Randy has been in WWE for 20 years. And I just saw that when I saw that, I was like, one, I didn't know, which is cool and also makes me feel old. But besides that, uh, I was like, this is a perfect opportunity to talk about a guy that uh, has certainly had his ups and downs with the industry, but he's kind of just, it kind of reminds me like when we covered like Kane of like, it's just someone who has just always been there for good or for bad. Mm-hmm. And, he, and just kind of always like, like obviously like every wrestler has good storylines and bad storylines. It's kind of like making movies. You're going to have your good movies and your bad movies. I don't care who you are, mm-hmm. but it's like, it's just a guy who, uh, the internet has had quite the roller coaster with him of loving him, despising him, despising him a little bit more and now loving him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, well, and to be fair, it's kind of complicated, which is why yeah. we're doing an episode on it. Because I personally, I like where Randy Orton's at now. I, I think where he's at right now is some of the best work in his entire career. And yes. I also think it looks like he's just happy. So, like, oh no, you see it on his face. Yeah. Like, he is having the time of his life. Right? It's like I said uh, on a previous wrestling episode, I was like, I didn't know bro Randy was something I needed. But now I like am happy. I don't want it to go away. I know it eventually will because, I mean, there's a reason why they call him, like you said when we started, he gets referred to as a snake, like kayfabe-wise. Mm-hmm. But I will enjoy this bro Randy as long as we have it before he has to turn evil again for storyline reasons. Yeah, which a part of me is like, but what if they never do? What if they just let him retire this way? Like, I mean, Randy's got more time in him, but like, what if? I don't know. Yeah, I well, like to hold out almost like a yeah. Yeah, almost like kind of like a Cena light where it's like he just stays a good guy for the rest of the the run. Right, which I'm sure a lot of people would probably not be super upset about unless he starts to get like bored or something. Like it, it, you know, you never really know what's going to happen, but like right now it's it's going so well that you're like, "Well, why would I change anything? I like where it's at." And yeah. seeing him work with Matt Riddle is really cool. You know, it's really funny actually. Mm. Um is seeing Matt Riddle and Seth Rollins doing stuff together now, which yeah. was not an option beforehand. <laughs> and we won't get into too much detail why, but 
it's so interesting now because you're like, oh, wait, I think I see what's happening here. I think I see what was going on. <laughs> and- Wrestling is a very crazy place where uh, to say there's always a thousand spinning plates is still underselling it. Mm-hmm. There's a so, lot happening. And I think with all, Riddle all especially, too, who is not known for not speaking his mind. <laughs> yeah, and which is not a bad quality, but there's still like, a, I'm hoping as he gets older, he very much learns the there's a time and place for it, my guy. Yeah, and sometimes that boldness will not always be rewarded, unfortunately. Yeah. But this this episode isn't about Matt Riddle entirely. We love Matt no. Riddle on here too. Of course, but yeah. <laughs> this is about Randy Orton. And it's kind of astounding to look back at his career. I recently watched the episode of him on a WWE uh, Evil. Did you watch that? It's on Peacock. I'm gonna, I've been meaning to watch it because I... Because it looks great. Because like I said, I know Randy's one of the episodes. Uh, I'm sure. And like Miz and others. So mm-hmm. I look forward to watching it. Because it looks good. Yeah. No, it, it's well done. I really enjoyed it. It's really... Uh, I wouldn't say eye-opening is the word. Because it's not like you're learning anything brand new. Mm-hmm. But it's really cool to see the process behind it. And like hear from them talk about like their character work. And how they build these characters. And like kind of if they prefer playing the villain or not. And I love kind of the in-depth like exploration that we get from like seeing Randy Orton talk about his character and how like he's just like, for me, it's easy. I can just be a bad guy. Like I'll just get in character by like breathing really heavy and go to that place. And like you see him do it and you're like, oh, yeah, like he's he's a natural bad guy, like Mm -hmm. in a good way. And he yeah, no, it's pretty awesome. Like watching his development as a character. Because, you, you know, we go back to the beginning of his career because he pretty much, like, started as a heel up until he turned into a bad guy or into a good guy right around the time, I think, when 2004, he the, when he when found he the, the uh, he randomly found the belt sitting in the middle of the <laughs> ring at SummerSlam <laughs> and they gave it to him and he's like, wow, this is mine now. That's totally what happened. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? It was like a scavenger hunt. I was the first one to find it. Why is Triple H so angry at me? Uh, I don't understand how any of this happened, guys. I promise. <laughs> but no. But to your point, like, well, the thing I forgot until like we were watching a, we did our episode on Survivor Series when we were covering the Elimination Chamber. I forgot he did like the original, like as he called it, like the RNN. The Randy News Network promos. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he'd give updates uh, on his injury and everything. Which, that's that's funny heel work. Because like that's very obnoxious. Like, who are you? Why do? Why should I care? Why am I getting so worked up? Oh, wait, that's the point. Mm-hmm. And, uh, why am I so angry? Oh. But, um, <laughs> exactly. But, it's like, when you see Randy at that point, one, seeing him with hair is interesting. But, um, it's, like he was doing like you could see to your point, like you could see the heel aspect in there, but like he was still very new, very like learning what to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially because I mean, like, look, I mean, when it comes to promos and stuff, it's a lot like stand up or improv. You kind of just have to go do it in front of people because no matter how good it may sound when you're saying it by yourself or when you write it down, you don't know how the people are going to react until you say it in front of them. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, so, that's true. 
you only get better through reps. And the only way you get reps is to go have, well, literally screen time. And so it's just interesting when you see him at that point. Because before he was even in evolution, that was just when he, they were playing up the fact that Randy's the son of Bob Orton. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think he's like the first, third generation. No, second, because I think The Rock is third generation. So like the second, third generation superstar. Mm-hmm. And so really playing, like, and I get that you play into the whole, like, you know, wrestling's in his blood and all that. Like, it's a fine way, especially when you're new to kind of get people to be like, why, who are you and why should I care? Right. And, but it was just interesting because to your point, like, I think Triple H even said, like, they knew they wanted Randy on the team when they made Evolution. Mm-hmm. It's, because Triple H saw Randy, he was like, wait. Wait. I see Wait. I see a long time heel right here, like what I am doing. And he, <laughs> he just needs like right. proper guidance. Yeah. And I mean, dude, he was absolutely right. Like <laughs> it's Randy embodies like he's, you know, he's this tall, athletic, high performer. He's handsome. He's smug. Mm-hmm. He's all of those things when he wants to be. And He's just so good at selling it to make you like, well, aren't you jealous of me? Aren't you jealous of how great I am? And it's like the little pose he does with his hands in the air. It's such a simple thing, but immediately he's like, oh, I hate you. Because yeah. to me, like, he's just being like, I'm better than you. I'm better. I'm faster. I'm stronger. <laughs> I'm Batman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and like just that little, like, and everyone that knows Randy, you know the pose I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And it's just another example of how, like, the strangest things in pro wrestling catch on. Yeah. Cause like it literally has defined his career. It's like that, the RKO and now like the whole Viper, like voices in his head thing. Those are like the pillars. Yeah. And it's just, and to your point, cause I, I was thinking about, I was like, wait, his dad, like his dad being Bob Orton, a big time heel. He said growing up since Bob was always with Piper, uh, Piper would always be by the Orton house. And apparently he'd give Randy like pointers and stuff like how to do like, he's like, Hey, you want to know how to be real smart? I can teach you that. And mm-hmm. then he's in a faction that has triple H and Ric Flair in it. I was like, well, no wonder he's such a good, he was learning from the best. Yeah. You're, you're learning from people who've been doing this their entire life and having him like having him in evolution, I think was like probably the, one of the most important aspects of his career outside of wrestling Mick Foley at backlash. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Because uh, I mean, he's just as much as I hated evolution as a kid. I can look back at it now and understand the importance of it. Yeah, well, when you're a kid, it's, it's oh, different, I, Caleb. <laughs> oh, well, let's say as a kid, like you get into that, like I hate everything. Mm-hmm. Why is Triple H? Why is Orton interfering? Why is but I hate everything. And yeah. now I look back as an adult, I'm like, okay, I see what they were building towards. This makes sense. Like, oh, okay. No, I, I get it now. <laughs> yeah. And just, uh, and like, it's just kind of crazy because, because like I say, you saw the potential there. And that's why, like, having him with Triple H and Flair while Randy worked on the promo skills, because that does, like I said, like I said earlier, that takes time. Mm-hmm. And that's not overnight. Yeah. That's something no. you really got to practice and work on. Yeah, and so, but when you're in a faction with two guys that know how to talk really well, they can kind of like basically uh, pull most of the weight while you learn. Mm-hmm. 
And, uh, and yeah, like I said, just the matches he would have, like him becoming, I think, him and Batista were tag champs, right? Or was, I'm I trying to remember. don't know. I think it was Batista and Ric Flair. Right, and then uh, Orton was US champ. Because I remember, yeah. remember there was a moment Evolution had all the gold. So, mm-hmm. which is always a really cool, like to show if your faction is working well, that's a good way to know. It's like what they're doing right now with the bloodline. It's a good way to show like the people will clearly like what they see if they're giving you all the gold. Yeah. If you're continuously a champion, you're valued in some capacity. So <laughs> yeah, especially cause it's just like at that point, like, I mean, it, it's just, Orton and I'll always just cause like, uh, he was, he provided a good, like, up and coming heel to go up against the up and coming baby faces, such as one of his best. And I know some people will roll their eyes because they've had their ups and downs as rivals, not in real life and kayfabe, mm-hmm. in terms of match quality. And that's John Cena. Yeah, no, they God, they have wrestled each other quite a bit. I know some people roll their eyes when you mention it because they did wrestle each other to the so many times they did get to the point where it's just like there is a point where like you kind of like almost have to like put it on the shelf. And like, mm-hmm. let it rest a little bit, which yeah. is, but I also understand like when you got two top guys like that, it's hard not to fall back on that when you know, that's what you got. Yeah. If it's going to keep working, why would I stop? Like yeah. honest question. <laughs> no, it's true. But then, cause then, and then you have to hit that magic question of how much is too much. When is it oversaturation? Mm-hmm. And, but yeah, like you said, when Randy mysteriously found the world heavyweight championship and Sitting in the became, center of the ring. Yeah. And just like the ref counted a three for like no reason. Yeah. Uh, bizarre. <laughs> Wrestling's weird, guys. Yeah, I didn't know you could I didn't know you could pin air and become champion. Well, but, uh, Vince McMahon did defeat God, Caleb. You probably you wish I hadn't like, reminded you of that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's like oopsie. No, that that lives in my head. Rent free. Unfortunately. Yeah, it, it really does. <laughs> Not in a but, good um, way. Even I'm just like, oof, dude. <laughs> but, um, uh, but while I do agree, because people look when they look back on it, they think that when Randy shifted from being the smarmy, but basically almost kind of like the uh remember when Jason Jordan before he was unfortunately injured, yeah. like he would complain his way to the top. Mm-hmm. That was kind of Orton a little bit because he knew that, you know, since Triple H and Flair had, you know, could pull strings, Randy was almost kind of like the whiny, like, I get what I want. I'm going to tell my dad on you sort of thing. And uh, looking back, people were like, when they gave him the baby face turn, it was too soon and people weren't ready for it because yeah. Randy did not stay a baby face very long. No, he did not because I. It was a little rushed, I think. And that's what people say. Like, if they could do it again, they would have waited a little longer. Yeah, I was like, he will naturally progress his story and his character enough to where I think it'll work. And I think that at that time, like, I understand why they had a lot of faith in him. I would too, but mm-hmm. I think that maybe like letting it breathe for a little bit and building up to it would have been even more beneficial in terms of like what they had on their hands. Cause it's Randy Orton. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think, I think they just got a little, cause at this time they were kind of trying to find them like, who's going to be there. Cause cause it was like 2004, 2005. So like 
you know, Austin's gone. The Rock is gone. Uh, yeah, Shawn Michaels is back, but he's very much in a support support role now because of his injuries and age. Mm-hmm. And Triple H is very much just the mega heel. So you're not going to build your company around a mega heel. Right. You're going to build your company around beating him. Exactly. Absolutely. And, but this is before Cena really became, you know, basically became the company. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think maybe that's why they rushed it a little bit with Randy. Cause they're trying to see like, well, could Randy be that person? Mm-hmm. And I get that in the moment where like, you might not so much panic, but you're just like, let's see what happens. And you're like, Oh, that was a mistake. Okay. We're going to fix that. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> At least they, yeah. they acknowledged it and went, okay, well, let's just, uh, let's just maybe just tone it back a little bit. Yeah. And then, uh, I did like to, cause since at this time also, like I was, as I was saying, like Triple H was like your mega heel. Like, and they were very clearly building up Randy to be a mega heel. But it's like, how do you make him different from Hunter? Easy. Make him the legend killer. One and of the single best gimmicks ever. It's whoever came up with that, I hope got a nice, like, I don't know, like, uh, not just a raise, but I hope they got like one of those, like, uh, like sometimes when you, when you reward employees, with, like a super nice dinner, like I hope they just got all sort cause that brilliant. It's the reason why they still talk about it to this day. Yeah, no, it is. <sighs> I hate to use this word, but it, it's, it's pretty spectacular. I've yeah. got to say, like, it, it's hard to really catch lightning in a bottle like that. And they managed to do it, and that's yeah, I, the most impressive part to me. Yeah, and I think it, I think it helped too because since he was the son of a legend, mm-hmm. it's almost like who better? <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> it it kind of just naturally works too. Like if you give this to anyone else, it's gonna feel maybe a little bit off. But yeah. with him, you're like, no, I think this is fine. <laughs> yeah, because you, you you can also play up the fact that it's like, oh, it's him rejecting like the shadow that he was. Like that he will, well, I wouldn't say he was in, but you could pretend he was in for the sake of the story. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like, and gosh, I remember the t shirt he had where he had like the list of legends he had, like, you know, quote unquote destroyed. And, and yeah, you might roll your eyes, like, it's cheesy. It's, and you're not wrong, but it still just shows the impressiveness. Cause one, you got to get all those guys to say yes. To basically having Randy Orton beat the crap out of them on national television. Yeah, and they're all game for it too. They're like, "I'm going to make this man look so good right now." <laughs> oh, because yeah. well, well, those are those guys especially were like, dude, they're they're old, they're old school. So they're like, "Oh yeah, we're this is for the sake of building someone up to be a mega heel." Oh, we're 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 all for it. <laughs> like, yeah, they're like, dude, my career's done. Let's just run it. <laughs> yeah, what would I gain by beating him? Of course, I want to like, um. And just, well, that's also, I think during the legend killer gimmicks, when he added to his, uh, repertoire, the, the punt. Mm-hmm. Oh, the punt. Oh, the good stuff. <laughs> oh, the, yeah. And I know you, for a non-wrestling fans, if you're listening to this first off, thank you. But second, uh, it sounds silly to like, it's kind of like the stomp with Seth Rollins. Cause obviously like it looks silly if you think when you really analyze it but it's just so but like the stomp the punt is just so like 
it just adds that extra little like zing to oh this person's evil mm-hmm. just that, <laughs> that extra little accent mark i like to say it really is and especially because it's before the pg era kicked in so you would have times where you have someone like slaughter like sergeant slaughter or whatever like bleeding like crazy and then get punted in the head mm-hmm. so the visual like told everything like said the entire story and uh I mean, gosh, I think he even, if I remember correctly, I think he even RKO'd his dad at one point. I think so. I, I think he actually did. I think he RKO'd uh, John Cena's dad, too. Oh, yeah. And apparently stories get, still get told like how Cena's dad might be the biggest mark of all time in, like, a good way. Yeah. Because <laughs> between Orton and Edge, he was just, like, giddy with excitement to do stuff with him. He's like, you mean he gets to, <laughs> to RKO me? <laughs> I know, which they're just like, to the point like when Edge or Orton, they talk about Cena's dad, they're just, you can almost, even if it's like audio, you can almost like see the smile on their face. They're like, he's just so like wholesome. (laughs) He's such like a big fan in the best way. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So they're like, dude, we do a thousand angles with that would involve him. Like, cause he'd be great. But um, yeah, like to your point, like he went like, it's kind of what we did the, uh, the Steve Austin episode. Was that like he would stun his own grandmother if he had to? Mm-hmm. Orton was very much in that like I'll RKO a, I'll, like the Monsters Inc. I'll RKO a thousand people before I let this company die. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> some of you may die, but that is a sacrifice I'm willing to make. Yes, Shrek, and, but same same yeah. concept. <laughs> well, same same uh, attitude of like I don't care who I have to like burn down, burn through if it means I get what I want. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, like I so said, when you saw it on the back of it, like cause I think they sold it as a shirt for a while, just like the legend. So like Sergeant Slaughter, Iron Sheik, Jim Duggan, Hogan, uh, Piper, uh, his dad, Bob Orton. Uh, it's like that's a who's who. Like these are guys that back in the day probably would not have put him over, but they're like, dude, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it, it's very cool. And it culminated, well, not double culminated, because that's not a thing. But the Legend Killer thing kind of came to a head, obviously, like with his amazing rivalry. Well, three rivalries. Because obviously we can't, we can't go without mentioning Mick Foley. Mm-hmm. But also Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker. And all three of those rivalries are because of the Legend Killer gimmick. Mm-hmm. And they produced some matches, Caleb. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> they produced some matches i will well, say that oh man like the stuff with mick foley as is i almost kind of like how they played up the fact that it's like foley has multiple lives because you have to kill each of the personas right like, yeah, what yeah. Is he, Voldemort? you have to kill the horcruxes literally it's like if you don't kill cactus jack and dude love you're in big trouble yeah <laughs> i just i did like what i liked about that rivalry too is uh Obviously, Mankind took off in WWE for good reason. It's the man who can't feel pain, and it just it worked super well. I like that during that rivalry, it reminded you to put respect on Cactus Jack's name. Because mm-hmm. if that persona comes out, oh, you're in for a fight. Yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be a hardcore match. It, it's going to be brutal, and that's one of my favorite things about that. I, I oh, think yeah. Cactus Jack might be probably my favorite persona, Mick Foley. 
I yeah, for me it is very much a toss between him and mankind, just because like mm-hmm. mankind's scary in that like he just keeps getting back up no matter what you do to him. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. No, yeah. mankind is pretty uh like it's, I think mankind's much- like a very solid choice, but I think Cactus Jack is more special, if that makes sense. No, I agree, because that's also like where he made his name like in Japan and ECW and all that. Mm-hmm. And that's very much the uh it's like mankind's almost like the like we were talking before we recorded, it's almost like the Jason Voorhees. Whereas yeah. Cactus Jack is the uh uh <laughs> it's like a it's like, oh you've screwed up because now he's gone full psycho and now he's like murder is now an option. He's like the from Jason X, like the space version. <laughs> yeah. Jason it's like murder's back on the menu, boys. And <laughs> Meat uh, is back on the menu. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, and that I mean there's a reason why Randy, when they had his big like twentieth anniversary celebration, Randy when he was gosh, getting genuinely emotional talking to, to the audience. And he's like, look, if it wasn't for Mick Foley, I wouldn't be who I am. Because that match they had, oh my gosh. Yeah, I mean, it's life-changing, dude. It changed everything. Oh, yeah. And I think, because I know Randy had a bit of a back and forth with, like, backstage stuff. Because wrestling's weird. Where, like, if you come in and you're, like, the son like if people think that you're getting special treatment because of who you are, mm-hmm. you can get hated, which is silly. like if it's legitimately happening, I get it. But in Randy's case, it's like, dude, he's legit putting in his work, like yeah. calm down. But uh, a lot of people are like, oh, he's not in this for real. He's just like this pretty boy that and maybe and who knows? Maybe it's because people are still a little sore about the rock leaving for Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I was so thought Randy. Yeah. Yeah. So because of they're like, oh, Randy will leave the first chance that someone offers him a movie role because he definitely has like the action star look. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but then that match with, with Cactus Jack. And because, you know, all Randy wears is just the trunks. So when he took those tacks to his back, <sighs> everyone has said that was there at the time. They've all went, that was the moment we all had, he got all of our respect. Yeah. No, seriously. Like, I, I think, almost everyone was like converted at that point where they're just like, if you're not like, you're literally just, I can't, I can't help you. Like yeah. <laughs> there's not much I mean, I, they can do besides that. Yeah. Cause I mean, it's like they pointed out. It's like he, he literally was putting his body on the line of, you know, the flaming tables, getting hit with barbed wire. Like, so the tax to the back, which kudos to the cameraman for getting the perfect shot to just show like how bad that was. Yeah, no, that was pretty horrendous. Oh, and Randy told the story years and years later of like, he's like, Oh, I didn't think it'd be that bad. Cause I mean, it's like, you know, I've been, I've had stickers and stuff like poked into me. And then he's just like, during the match itself, he very much had that Ron Burgundy moment of like, I regret everything I've ever done. It was in that (laughs) moment. He realized he, really really made a mistake (laughs) (laughs) i immediately regret everything i've ever done (laughs) oh that was milk was a bad choice (laughs) (laughs) but uh so like you had that match and of course and he won too well i mean i know we joke it's a it's kind of a funny thing now to say that he retired mick foley because he would come back Mm -hmm. but it was still a big deal because it's not the fact that you there's a lot of the legend legends he would beat in like quick matches Everyone could kind of like shrug and go, well, but they're older, so it makes sense. 
It was special when he beat Cactus Jack in a hardcore match with hardcore like moves and like using weapons and stuff. Because mm-hmm. then I was like, oh, he's not afraid to beat you at your own game. Yeah, no, and, he's he's willing to to go the extra distance to win, and I yeah. respect that. And that's what led to his great rivalry with Shawn Michaels. Yeah, and that, that is such an awesome rivalry. Like, there's so much awesome stuff he's done. People kind of like forget that. That's why I'm glad. That's one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this, and also I'm glad that things like Evil do exist on Peacock because it's like it's easy to forget. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like when Edge came back and they did the big pack. They did the big video package to remind you about his career, because it's like it's easy to forget all that. Because mm-hmm. like guys like Edge or like Randy have done so so much together. Yeah, and rated RKO. Even like, oh yeah, and of course in the matches with Sean. I mean, gosh, like I said, Sean could fight his shadow, and it's a three star match. Exactly. And then you take someone who's as naturally gifted as Randy. It's like how like you can't miss. Yeah, it's even and, easier. Yeah, yeah, uh, and then of course we can't. I have to mention his rival because he had beaten all these people. Because he also beat Shawn Michaels, so he gets added to the list. Mm-hmm. And that's why I love the Legend Killer gimmick. Like, just culminated in the best way of he's like, I've beaten everybody else. Who's the biggest legend I haven't beaten yet? And that's the Undertaker. <laughs> what do you think about him? Do you think he should have beaten The Undertaker at WrestleMania? See, I get torn because I can completely understand both sides. Of right. On the, like, one, on, yes. on the one hand, that's special for Taker. Because like, like, I like his thing. And with everything he's put up with, especially putting up with 90 Shawn Michaels, uh, he's earned it. <laughs> uh, so Good way to put uh, it. Yeah. Uh, but the other hand, I mean, good Lord. Talk about like, man, without, I mean, obviously, obviously Randy still had an amazing career regardless, mm-hmm. but so it's not like it hurt him, but man, that would have been special to be like, he literally beat them all. So I, that's where I get conflicted. Yeah. So, I, yeah, no, I, a part of me really wants to be like, yeah, he should have. But the other part of me is like, but we yeah. got something special out of it. And I think that that's like, it, it, it's tough. It, it's a difficult kind of situation you find yourself in where you're like, mm, come on. Yeah. <laughs> like, Especially because it's like Randy was doing so much like stuff to heal up. The th- like when Taker was refusing to like, he was like, no. He's like, you're not worth my time. So like Randy goes after Kane and like they have their matches and like it, it just, it was good stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, plus I got one of the coolest promos where Randy was like temporarily possessed by Taker. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. The way they pulled that off was amazing. Yeah, that was I, <laughs> like, holy crud. Like obviously it's, there's a reason why they don't do, I mean, Taker's like the only gimmick where like that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But like it's just cool stuff like that and like and Taker being like, well, if you're gonna go after people, you know, my family, and then it shows them beating the crap out of Bob Orton. He's like, I'll go after yours. <laughs> we love it when people play dirty. Oh yeah, well, that's the thing. 
Taker is a good guy. Well, Taker will be a good guy until you, uh, until the moment you start fighting dirty. He's very much like, I will not start the war, but I'm going to win it. <laughs> I will become the bad guy if you want if it, me to. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the moment he does, you're like, and that's why, like, oh my gosh, Randy's, like, it's, it still uses a meme to this day. Randy's just look of terror when Taker pops out of the coffin. Yeah, someone used it. They're like the Flintstone vitamins in my uh, immune system whenever I get a cold or something, and it just shows yeah. Undertaker. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's the best way I could think to describe it. <laughs> oh, like, there's a reason why it still gets used as a meme to this day, because it's just, it was great, because Randy had been just, I think that's the other reason why Taker winning makes sense, because Randy had gone for so long just winning. Mm-hmm. Like, he, you got to lose eventually. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and also, Taker being the one to win, since, I mean, look, obviously he still had quite a long <laughs> ways to go career wise. So it worked out for everybody. Yeah, I think he's doing just fine personally. <laughs> yeah. Taker, I'm of that opinion. <laughs> yeah. Taker had a good career. Randy's still, like, you know, firing on all cylinders. So, but like, but then, uh, as he's going along, it's like, oh, I did, I would like to say, I did like his theme song he had when he got out of Evolution. That one was always, like, personally my favorite. Mm-hmm. The, is it the, hey, nothing you can say, that one? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. I like that one. Yeah. Though I do understand, like, after a certain point, you gotta switch to something else, because it's like, he's, he can't be a rookie forever, or, like, a young, like, he eventually becomes the veteran. So right. That and that happened pretty quickly too. Yeah. But uh I mean I, I almost say like almost like the legend killer gimmick, but it never truly ended. It just didn't become like the central part of his like character. And that's when he started moving on to yeah. do things like rated RKO with Edge, which brilliant tag team. Holy crud. Yeah, no that that's a great one. I think it's kind of underrated too. I feel like people don't talk about it as much. I might be wrong. I don't think they were together that long. They weren't, but just in theory, like I mean, come oh, on. two sniveling like border like they can fight you when they want to, but they will always choose the cowardly way out and cheat, yeah. and they're smug about it. Like they can and you beat put you them clean. together. Yeah, <laughs> they just want to torture you because they're awful. Yeah, I thought you take two guys who, like, they found their own way to be that kind of character, but in a way that's uniquely them. Like, that's brilliant. I, I mean, respect why, the hustle, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason why, uh, What I think, uh, I want to say 2015 or whatever, they did, like, a evolution, like, reunion. And uh, Randy Orton came out, and he was like, well, about rated RKO. I was like, I got, I became bigger after you guys. I don't need you anymore. And I'm like, oh, that's good heel work. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> I don't need you anymore. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's also just because people really like them individually. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you put two big individual names together, like mm-hmm. that, especially when they both had won multiple world titles by that point. So... Maybe I, I don't know. It's like I'm with you. I liked rated RKO. 
Mm-hmm. Like it was perfect. Like two, like you said, they could beat you clean, but they would prefer to cheat because they're that's just how they are. And because yeah, they're bad guys, they're evil. Yeah. <laughs> and like exactly, it, it's not like something that gets brought up often in their career. I think, but. I at least appreciate that it is there and we got it for a while and that like I'd rather have enough of a good thing remembered finally going like man I wish it could have been more but I'm also okay with where it's at now instead of going like man that they really blew it with that yeah no that's true and that's why I think sometimes it's like I know people will have their thoughts of like if something ends too early but I'm like I'd rather end a little early because then if like if the demand is still there, you can always bring it back later versus if it goes on too long. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what they did with rated RKO because they would reference it. And of course, I mean, right now, Randy's a good guy and Edge is mega heel. So Right. He's, I mean, I love what they're doing right now. <laughs> oh, no. I just, I, I, my dude, this is, I mean, Kudos to Edge to find a way to like extend a career. Mm-hmm. Like this is brilliant in every sense of the word. Yeah, but um, coming back and still managing to be like a major heel, I I respect that a lot. Oh yeah, oh because that's not easy. Because especially since he went out, you know, like as we covered in the Edge episode, when you leave due to injury, and you are able to come back, it's like you're supposed to kind of just get permanently cheered. But he found a way. You found and, a way to turn, but also keep us engaged in it. And I, I think that's the most important part too. Like is he's, you know, he's still a main event talent, but he's not taking up the main event. He's letting a lot of the young guys do their thing while bolstering a lot of younger people like Damian Priest or, yeah. you know, Rhea Ripley now. Like yep. that it's stuff like that. And I, I think, you know, in tandem with that, we're also watching Orton do that with guys like riddle working with oh, yeah. the younger guys like it's so weird to say the younger guys like cody but <laughs> right well but all, like, he is almost, young yes but in a lot of ways like kind of almost like uh since cody's been kind of like reminding people like how good cody is mm-hmm. in a way it's like in case you forgot how good he is sort of thing and uh i'm with you it's i will say with edge though the way he's acting as a heel i'm like oh i haven't felt this in over 10 years yeah, that feeling of hatred, <laughs> that slow building anger, <laughs> that just like, edge seems to be so good at getting out of you. <laughs> I was like, I haven't felt this in a long time, but oh. um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, obviously, like as I mentioned earlier, you can't have a Randy Orton episode without mentioning John Cena because mm-hmm. they just went back and forth for so long, and. Uh, like I said, and I know, like I, a lot of people say how like they went too many times, and I can I can see where you would say that, especially like too many times for the title, and they were switching the titles back and forth. Mm-hmm. But it's also like, dude, they were they were also genuinely that good, yeah. And the story kind of wrote itself of like it's kind of well documented now that you know Cena like physically very much fits the bill of what Vince looks for in a big name talent. Mm-hmm. But he was also like plan E of like who was next in line to take over after Rock and Austin left. Yeah. Because whereas Randy was like plan B after Lesnar left. And uh, so the story kind of wrote itself of Cena being like, hey, 
you kind of had everything given to you, whereas I worked my way up. Mm-hmm. And Orange is like, an or- I scratched and I yeah. clawed. <laughs> yeah. And Orange is being like, uh, sorry to say I'm better than you. And you're like, dang, you just undid that entire five minute promo in a line. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Imagine like putting in all that effort and then just getting completely like <laughs> the wind like ripped out of your sails. You're just like, yeah, very oh. much the get, get good scrub. <laughs> get good scrub. I <laughs> missed that. <laughs> but, um, so like they just, go, and of course, uh, and to your point, like putting over like younger guys, like, I mean, all the stuff that Randy, Batista and Triple H did with the shield. Mm-hmm. When they did evolution versus the shield, that was a great rivalry. Yeah, no, it really was. That's true. Actually, that's, uh, and they went to war against each other too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gosh, that's and, good stuff. Yeah, and I mean to this day, I mean Randy still puts over Seth and Roman when he can. Yeah, and well, dude, that RKO at WrestleMania 31, come on! Oh my gosh, one of the best ever, no. up there with Evan Bourne. It's so good. Yeah. Like, oh my, like I didn't know Seth could fly that high. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> he learned <laughs> pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> but um and also that's the other thing we gotta talk about too is like such a simple finisher the RKO mm-hmm. I mean proving that Diamond Dallas Page was correct you can do the Diamond Cutter from a thousand different ways because that's basically all the RKO is yeah it's literally just jumping and grabbing someone to pull them down that's it's nothing more than that to me I, almost like yeah. a safer version of the stunner because you take it on your back instead of like on your butt. Yeah, you're not destroying your tailbone. Absolutely. Uh, which might explain how Randy's been pretty good on like not getting injured much. Relatively, yeah. I, I know he has his shoulder issues, but like at a certain point, it's like you're gonna encounter that no matter what. Like, oh yeah, yeah. You, you gotta kind of just work with that because everyone has something. Like, oh I yeah. Think, what, like, did the Miz? The Miz got injured, right? I think, but it's always been like minor things and as a means for him to kind of just take a rest. Yeah, which um, is fine because it's the Miz and he takes care of himself. I respect that. I'm just thinking, I was like... Also, he can always get his heat back no matter how long he's gone. Yeah, he'll show (laughs) up, get a hero's welcome and still go like, why are you cheering me? (laughs) I know, right? Why did um, you say that name? (laughs) (laughs) But, uh... I just gotta talk about the RKO because it's just... I think Randy has like a, because there's a lot of finishers that people get pretty hyped about. Mm-hmm. I mean, nowadays, I mean, in today's, uh, uh, today's wrestling, but like Randy's kind of reached a point where it's like, I know like back in the eighties, people wanted to see the Hogan leg drop. Yeah. And the nineties people literally paid to just see the stunner. And for the last 20 years, Right. Uh, and with Randy, it's the RKO. People lose their mind for it. Even if he's a mega heel, they still pop for the RKO. Yeah. Well, because it's just, he does it so perfectly. Is It's so, like, I know it's his finishing move, but, like, it's just so natural. Oh, yeah. Well, because there's some finishing moves where it does require a little bit. So, not saying that's bad. It's just... Some finishers require a little more setup than others. Randy's can literally do it at any moment, which when they started really playing into the him being a viper, 
That was perfect because it's kind of like how a snake can strike you at almost any moment. Mm-hmm. Having a finisher that kind of fits into that motif is brilliant. Yeah, it's just part of your character. And he really just embodies that aspect of it so perfectly. I'm, yeah, I mean, dude, what else more is there? To, it literally became like a thing on Vine. Like they made yeah. vines out of it because it was just so like cool. Like even people who didn't watch wrestling were just like, I'm kind of obsessed with these. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Like with the people just like purposely badly photoshopped. Like they take a picture of Randy and like make it look like it's moving. <laughs> As like they're RKOing people that just fall over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that I loved that. And then like having the commentary in the background, mm-hmm. like the RKO out of nowhere, which is now turned into his phrase. And, uh, and of course, and all the different aspects of him of like, you know, there's voices in his head. So like when he gets on the ground, starts like pounding on the ground, that's his version of like Shawn Michaels tuning up the band. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just really cool. Like watching a guy who has had his ups and downs, like on screen and off, like off screen, mm-hmm. like really kind of like get to the point of, if you want to see like what, when you hit the point of when you just become a well-oiled machine, Randy is very much at that point of like, it's so smooth. <laughs> yeah. He still makes it fun though. I, I got to give him that. Like it's still, even when you know it's coming, like it's still exciting. Yeah. I think it was a, when Edge and Christian had their podcast, they were interviewing Cena. And of course they they're talking about various things. I talked about Orton because I obviously want to see his biggest rivals as, was Orton. Mm-hmm. And Cena goes, oh, I loved it, but I also hated it. And they're like, what, what, what did you hate about it? He goes, he's so good. Yeah. He doesn't even know how good he is. And I hated it because I'm like, I would be like, we got to like plan this out. He's like, oh, no. And like he'd hear it once and be like, I can do it. It's mm-hmm. like, what? And he goes out and does it like he's been doing it for years. He's like, oh, yeah, I could I could give that a shot. And he just nails it. And it's like. <laughs> <laughs> and Cena's just like, I hate it. Like, I love it because it means I can tell him whatever but I hate it because it makes me feel like I'm not doing enough. <laughs> He's so easy to work with, but it makes me feel like a bum. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and of course we got, I mean, uh, and do I think the authority angle he was in went on maybe a little long? Yes, I do. It did. It did. Cause I mean, also the whole like evil GM was very tired out by that point. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I got to admit, when they did the whole betrayal and Seth did the whole like, you know, curb stomp on the on the cinder blocks to take Randy out for a while. When Randy came back, uh when I talk when we talk about how like I never get tired of watching Brock Lesnar do like feats of strength. Mm-hmm. I never get tired of watching Randy go medieval on somebody. I know. And especially when he's a good guy too, and he's just able to do just medieval work. Like yeah. it's uh, it's really fun to watch. <laughs> like just you, watching him become like a god of war and be like, I am going to make this slow and painful. <laughs> you get to feel like a little bit like validated in your enjoyment of his destruction. Because you're like, yes, yes, Randy, keep going. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my gosh, when he went after Seth and like the crowd just ate it up because it was glorious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they were just ready to see Seth get some some payback and it was yeah oh it was really nice oh yeah and just um and i know like 
to kind of catch up to like where we are currently with Randy, like it has been cool to watch him because you never know when someone starts to get, cause I know like, I think he's on a more of a, not part-time is the right word, but like he does, he's not like, he's obviously not doing main events every week. Mm-hmm. Which is he okay. does like, yeah. Oh, no, apparently it's by his choice. Cause he's like, I want the younger guys to have their chance. He's like, I don't need more title reigns. I've had 14. Right. So like, <laughs> come on. Yeah. Yeah. I was like the only time, like, I'm pretty sure now if he if he does get another one, I'm pretty sure that would be probably I'd be like, oh, he's probably about to retire. I just want to yeah. send him out on a high note. And he's gonna and, put over some young kid like yeah. majorly. But uh his stuff with Riddle, like I should have seen this coming. Cause re- WWE and pro wrestling in general has such a long history of Taking two people you would not think work together well, mm-hmm. and they become amazing. The Rock and Sock connection. Yep. The two man power trip. Uh, Jericho and Big Show. Like Jericho, yeah. Oh my Jericho, gosh, I forgetting about that one, yeah. Yeah, like uh, Miz and uh, Miz Dow. Like, there's been so many examples that it's like I should have, but at first I was like this is stupid. Like, how, and then like. And like they called it RK Brawls, like, oh, that's just cheesy. And now I'm like, I love everything about this. This is stupid. Give me more. <laughs> <laughs> it's not stupid, but give me more. <laughs> yeah, it went from me being like, this is done to where like, I never want this to end. <laughs> it's like, please don't ever turn on each other. I'm begging you. <laughs> <laughs> but um Yeah, cause like just what like riddle surprise it like that's the other thing I showed it like odd couples in wrestling somehow just magically work because mm-hmm. Riddle's like the perfect, just like super chill dude for Randy always being serious mm-hmm. to like counter each other. Yeah, no, it's, it's the odd couple. That's not too odd. Yeah. Like it's, well, I think it's also just because it's like one, as we all know, Riddle can, can go with anybody and it was, I think the big thing was just making sure like the personalities meshed, which after like two or three weeks, I immediately saw it. I'm like, Oh no, they're fine. They're having fun backstage. They're just slowly building it up mm-hmm. and just watching the way they played with it. I'm like, uh, Riddle would do his pose. And he's like, pose with me, Randy. And Randy's like, eh, no. And he just walks off. Yeah. I don't want to maybe later. Like <laughs> I just hear the whole crowd just being like, Oh, <laughs> and then when we eventually got it, it was, it was beautiful. All the people popped. It was great. Yeah, no, that that was. I I love the natural progression of it and how like you know like there's just similarities between them two. Where it's like you can tell Randy's probably like Riddle in a lot of ways, just in his normal daily life. So it's just like relaxing for him to be able to kind of like share that with someone oh, yeah. that he like really likes working with. Yeah, and since Riddle's such a naturally good like athlete and wrestler and randy's like oh i don't have to like carry you we can literally just like feed off each other mm-hmm. and i'm it takes a lot of pressure off so it just means you can just have fun which they clearly do and gosh that match they just had recently with the usos wow that was awesome yeah, that was a great <laughs> like people were like i'm mad that the story isn't really going anywhere but this is kind of amazing yeah i mean it's because also like 
I know Randy has big respect for the Usos mm-hmm. of, as just like as people. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, have they've, they've been around for a while. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I think it's part of why he likes them so much. He's like, you have stuck it out. And yeah, uh, you're consistent. So yeah, that's another thing. Absolutely. And so like you get a bunch of guys that obviously all respect each other. Of course, it's going to be magical. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, <laughs> who love working also, with each other. And of course, the great sign of respect of Riddle doing his own RKO, mm-hmm. and Randy's totally fine with it. Yeah, that's oh gosh, imagine if he wasn't. Well, it it would have immediately stopped. That would have been like one time only. <laughs> yeah, you just see you look over and you see the look on Randy's face, and you're like, ooh. <laughs> maybe, that's never uh, happening again. again yeah <laughs> like <laughs> i guess maybe we can call this one right now yeah but I, I, like to me it's just cool because it's just uh i guess it's just weird for me because like i've seen randy like his whole career like his whole like career mm-hmm. so for me personally like just seeing him at this point of like he is at the point he is at the point of his career where it's like he's helping out others and it's weird, like, and it makes sense because there's plenty of new people and uh, others for him to have uh, storylines with. But it's just like, I don't know, it's just that weird moment. I'm like, man, time flies. Because, like, when we covered like Undertaker, I'm like, how, like, my whole life there's always been an Undertaker. Right. Like, with Randy, it's like when I re- like, when I came back to wrestling to watch it after WCW. Mm-hmm. Like Randy's always been there, so the moment he eventually does hang it up, it's like it's gonna be weird for me. Yeah, that's ugh. I see that's gonna bother me too. <laughs> like, well, I get the yeah, because like as soon as you came in, he's always been there and been a big part since you started watching. Because yeah, like it's true. I mean, heck, I mean, there's other people we're not talking about like his stuff with Daniel Bryan, like the WrestleMania 30 match. Oh my gosh, you're right. I forgot it. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. One of my favorite matches ever. Like, yeah, because Randy knows how to play the like we joked earlier, like the he literally is like from dodgeball. The we're better than you and we know it. (laughs) And uh, just watching whenever he loses when he's playing in that character is always will be cathartic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's uh, uh, it's that moment of joy. (laughs) <laughs> yeah of like finally and um so it's just gonna be and like we said earlier it's like as much as obviously i want uh rk bro to just go on forever obviously nothing lasts forever and as we talked about when we t- when we did our episode about cody it would be just kind of the natural for a natural thing to have cody and randy event not now but mm-hmm. somewhere down the line, uh, go against each other. Yeah. Just because of their history. Yeah. Because the other, that's the other fact we need to talk about is legacy. Yeah. Well, legacy is complicated because I, I like aspects of legacy, but it was right around the same time after that, um, the feud that he had with Triple H, where he like made out with Stephanie's unconscious. Oh, right. Body. I remember that. And I was I like, that. whoa. <laughs> but also, <laughs> it was like one of the best builds to a WrestleMania match ever. And then it was no DQ. And I was like, Honestly, not your fault. I'm, you know, like, I still look at the build as one of my favorites. But yeah. it was right, like, after that time, I want to say. It was like 2010, right? Somewhere around there, because it was before I took off to college. So it was around that time. Right. So, like, with them, I was like, I like this idea. But I, I feel like it could, 
use a little bit more. And it, that's not anything against anyone doing it. I just think like, oh man, I wish that this had gone on a little bit longer or built up a little bit more beforehand. Fair. Like, but I'm just saying like, due to that though, you have that built in a story with Cody and uh, with Randy, which is why part of it is a little sad. I mean, as much as I did like with their match with the Usos, when we turn to the sixth man, you had Roman, obviously, for the Usos, and then uh, Drew McIntyre, which is, I mean, obviously, I love Drew. He's great. And him and Roman had a great rivalry, so him popping up made sense. But there was a part in me, and maybe it's because they're holding it off. Like, kind of wished it was Cody. Yeah, I, I, I think it should have been. And I'm like, <sighs> it, it's, it's frustrating when you kind of look back at it, but you're also like, you know, they, they both survived out yeah. in spite of it and i think like they've gone on to do exceedingly well like yes it would have mm-hmm. made a huge difference but like i mean look at where they are now like cody's literally front and center as like the main promotional part of hell in the cell now like oh yeah and it's crazy not just that like i know this might sound like a weird thing to bring up but like it's a big deal like when i go to like watch uh, monday night raw on hulu when i go to click on the page they have a picture of cody now that's crazy. Like that that's a big deal. Yeah. When they're like I don't see you might sit those listening, you might be like, Well, I don't see it's like no, that means they're like you're saying for like hell in the cell, but that means they're making you front and center for like when people click on this, you're the first thing they see before they even press play. Yeah. You're the draw. You're what promotes their entire product on that platform. Like I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's like on like with Peacock when you could pick the different like uh, uh, icons mm-hmm. and the wrestling ones. Obviously, you got Cena and Roman. That makes total sense. But it was also cool to see like they had Oscar because mm-hmm. I mean that just shows you what how, what they think of you. Yeah, like if you need proof they think highly of you, here you go. So yeah. it will just be fascinating because obviously, I don't know quite where things are going to go because obvi- I mean at some point RK bro will have to break up whether because they just go their natural own ways or they get I split mean, up by the draft split up by the draft or maybe Randy goes heel because of the two of them Randy would be the heel yeah and- watch it be riddle be- <laughs> <laughs> actually that would legit be hilarious the way he like he still talks the same like style but like m- trying to be menacing Mm-hmm. It'd be kind of funny. Yeah. And um he's like, You better watch out, bro. I'm coming for you. <laughs> I mean, look, Corbin has made a lot of stuff work to be like a heel. So I'm not saying it's impossible. Mm-hmm. And well, Cor okay, Corbin's a really good hand though. Corbin's like, thought, and also it helps that he's six seven now that I think about it. Yeah, I was like, he's also enormous and a former Golden Gloves boxing champ and linebacker. Like <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah, that's true. He does have the resume of like he could run through you if need be. Like I'm not and gonna fight him. <laughs> I wouldn't fight any wrestler. Are you crazy? No. Like <laughs> no. But uh, I said I just Randy's had this cra- like an amazing career with like not just like good matches because like obviously if you lasted this long. In any, in any industry, obviously, you're going to have some good, some good, like uh, some high points. Mm-hmm. But Randy's had some like 
defining moments. Like we talk about with Mick Foley or the stuff with Taker. When he put over Jinder Mahal at Backlash 2017. Bigger than all of them. I can't say that with a straight face. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm, and I'm, I'm not even, I'm being half serious, but like also like he did do that. He did oh, yeah. go out of his way to be like, I'll do that for him. And oh, yeah. he, he did think- absolutely everything he could. Now I have a lot of respect for that, especially for a younger guy who returned to the company, worked really hard, gave himself a better physique and, you know, really kind of put forth the effort. And I think Andy, uh, Andy, Randy also put forth the effort to do what he could given everything that he had. And I have a lot of respect for that. I think for a lot of people, that's what got them to realize Randy has definitely matured and mellowed out. Yeah. That he put over gender. <laughs> yeah. I, Cause I was like, please, like a part of me is like, I know people kind of dunk on gender a little bit, but I was like, honestly, if he does it, he has my respect. Because yeah. he's not just like, I'm winning now. Like, he is actually working with a young star to help them, you know, get over. And I think that's really important because you never know what's going to happen in this business. And the young guys are the future. Yeah. <laughs> and you never know who's going to take off as the next big thing. Mm-hmm. That's true. That, that part is really true. Look at Becky Lynch. Exactly. I mean, Becky, I mean... Some people you kind of realized they would take off just based on how they were, like like Asuka. But then others, even though they had the pedigree, they still very much had to like earn their way, like Charlotte. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's true. Had the pedigree, but she very much had to like still work her butt off to get out of the massive shadow of her dad. Because like while like it certainly helps to have that name, mm-hmm. it also can be a hindrance yeah. and a curse because it's like it's it's almost like it's like a uh well it's kind of like Cody yeah like it's like he's a big like it took him a long time to kind of get out of the shadow of both his dad and his brother so and just stand on his own yeah thankfully but he did <laughs> abs- oh no absolutely I mean he has Rick on many occasions has said Charlotte's her own person it's like because mm-hmm. I she has done it so kudos to her and. But, like, it's just crazy of how, like, Randy's, well, it's, it's almost like when we cover Triple H of how, like, he's done so much. But since he's, like, kind of always been there, it's almost like he blends into the background. And I don't mean that as an insult. Yeah, it, it's not. I, I don't see it as an insult. Yeah, but Randy's kind of the same boat as Triple H is, like, since he never became, like, the poster child. Or, like, he didn't have his, like pipe bomb moment like CM Punk did or uh, crazy death defying moments like uh, the Hardys would uh, it's almost just like when you're just a really good workhorse it's almost like people are just like they just expect you to do good so they mm-hmm. almost forget like they almost take you for granted yeah yeah no that I think that's a great way to put it actually yeah so that's why I'm glad to see, like, it'll be fun to see where he goes from here. Because obviously, like, as of us recording this, they're still, like, doing the tag team stuff. And besides, I think it's funny when the internet seemed to get... I think Randy does read the internet more than he lets on. Because mm-hmm. I noticed he kind of tra- he kind of changed up his facial hair a little bit when everyone kept making fun of him, saying that he's trying to cosplay as Chavo Guerrero. Which I noticed is not a bad thing. 
No, I know. No, no. The people were just laughing because, like, when he did the mustache, they noticed his facial hair changed a little bit. They're like, he saw the comments, didn't he? He did. <laughs> it, 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 I don't know if it got to him, but he's like, oh, gosh, they're right. <laughs> oh, what's the, um, oh, remember his feud with Soldier Boy? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that wasn't my favorite, but it did happen. <laughs> oh, no, look, I, I get, when you've been in for 20 years, you've had your highs and you've had your lows. Yeah, and and it's not even him because I understand where he was coming from. I was like, yeah, I think this just needs to end right now. <laughs> yes, but like that's just it's a it do be like that sometimes. It do be <laughs> like that sometimes. <laughs> I mean, I mean, look, not everyone can come out and do. Not everyone can be like Bad Bunny. Mm-hmm. So, which honestly, I'm still so happy that like he just just rules like just knocked it out of the park in every sense of the word yeah i was like i feel like they'll do well but i'm just like, oh my gosh they're doing so well like yeah <laughs> to the point where like, it's like shocking because it's like i didn't doubt you i'm just so impressed <laughs> it's like all right i had a bit of a bar and you still like just like launched past yeah. that you canadian <laughs> destroyed right over it <laughs> oh man but uh but yeah like it's just gonna be interesting to see what, what he does from here because it's like it kind of reminds me because I know, like, a like when Kofi has said, like, when the new day is officially done, mm-hmm. whenever that day comes, he's probably going to retire because it's like, what do I do after this? Right. I've done it all, and he's had a WWE title run too. Oh yeah, and oh, we forgot to talk about the whole Kofi thing. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we gotta. Well, uh, oh, him, Mister Kennedy. So, like, well, okay. <laughs> I was like, there's we'll a lot. He's been around these. a long time. We'll <laughs> condense these into one because Randy has openly admitted he had some anger issues. And mm-hmm. I think he got slightly injured or he got thrown on his injured shoulders by uh, Mr. Anderson. And, you know, that, which is an accident, but like also, like, you know, could have really hurt him. So I understand the frustration. I do think, however. <laughs> I don't think Mr. Anderson should have been fired, but that's not up to me because I wasn't there when it all happened. I don't know what happened, but Randy has a penchant for sometimes getting a little carried away. Yeah, he very much had a, I will say one of the downsides of when you do kind of like get launched to the main event as quickly as he did. Mm Mm-hmm. And like, and have like very early on in your career be a part of one of the biggest factions of all time, have iconic matches and moments with guys like, you know, Cactus Jack, all the stuff we've talked about so far. Yeah. It kind of puts, it can put you on a bit of like, you, you get on a self appointed uh, pedestal that no one puts you on, but you put yourself there. Yeah. It's still there. And, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, I think part of what hurt Mr. Anderson slash Kennedy is that in a very short amount of time, he hurt both Randy and Cena. Yeah. And you, mm, that's that'd be like nowadays. That'd be like, like to put in modern day terms for people, like that'd be like in the, in in, if in a course of a month, if a female wrestler were to injure Becky and Bianca within a month, or if a guy were to injure Drew and Roman, in a month mm-hmm. it'd be like that person's probably getting fired yeah 
because yeah. Uh, yeah at that uh, point you're you just losing that way. money <laughs> <laughs> like, well when you put it that way i Which, i get that i yeah but you're right though randy definitely had his like you said he's openly admitted he was not i mean there's a reason why i think i think like four years ago he made the joke of i'm going back to 2009 randy you don't want 2009, Randy. <laughs> and that is correct. <laughs> so that's 2009 when, Randy is psycho. <laughs> oof, when he like that brutal RKO on Kofi after he messed up the punt. And I was like, yep. geez, man, it's just an accident. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, obviously oh, yeah. they're good now. But like, I was like, yeah, that was right. Like, ooh, dude, because everyone saw it and they're just like, oh no, oh no, no, no. <laughs> like, yeah, you but can't like, so, just I mean, ignore that. And no, you're, you're right. Oof. No, and then, but hey, it led to a, a rivalry later. I mean, obviously, like over a decade later, but they came back to it, and like you said, with Randy in a much better place. Like, honestly, him and Kofi are good. Like, Kofi's been a part of like, I'll, I'll say it. All the t- I'll say it every chance I can of like, to me the New Day is one of the best factions of all time, right up there with like NWO and like the Horsemen. I agree. With so that. like, so uh, so obviously it worked out for Kofi, and I mean Randy's resume speaks for itself, right? And yeah. uh, <laughs> but you don't need to hear he, from us how good he is. Yeah, it's just it is nice though to see like when he had his issues. Because he very much had that I'm untouchable because I've already done so much for the company. Like I make, it's the I make them too much money, so they will not fire me. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, well, you're half right. They won't fire you because you're making a lot of money, but you can still be punished. Yeah, and if you don't <laughs> do that, then they'll fire you. Yeah, they're very. It's very much like that warning shot of like, please adhere to this. Yeah, like, <laughs> do this, and maybe we can be okay. <laughs> yeah. But like I said, like you point out, like he, he's very much turned it around. He's, that's why I call it bro Randy now. Cause it's just cool to see. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I don't know. Some people get onto how he wrestles of like, that they feel it's very, almost like statuesque, yeah. which I feel like that comes from when you are the workhorse. So they know that you, they can throw Randy in a match and it'll be fine. So I feel like that's kind of like you get seen too much. Right. So what would normally be seen as good, it's like you've seen it so many times, you're just like, oh, it's predictable. And that's unfortunate. So it did lead to one of my favorite moments. Like Ray is in the middle of the match. I think it's one of the members of the New Day. And then like the music or the mute, the New Day goes off. And you see Randy look towards the ring entrance and he starts bopping his head to the song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh, my God. And all the comments online, like, the power of positivity can even get a statue to move. <laughs> even someone as stone cold as Randy Orton. <laughs> even he can't deny the power of positivity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just, I love seeing character development for Randy over the years. Yeah, both on and off the screen. Yeah. <laughs> no, we, we see, he is proof that people can change. Yeah, and for the better. And that's why it's, I'm excited to see where he goes from here. Cause it's just like, obviously if he, he could hang it up tomorrow and he's got nothing left to prove now. It's literally at the point like he's just doing this cause it's fun. Yeah, no, he's, that's the best thing to say. He's doing it cause he likes it. 
Yeah. And I look forward to it because, I mean, we'll see where it goes. Because, I mean, the way he wrestles, like I said, very rarely ever gets injured. So, like, he's definitely going to be uh, around for, gosh, at this point, barring a major injury, until he just declares that he's done. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm looking forward to it. And I just, it's, uh, Randy's on the list of people that's so crazy of, uh, people I hated so much when I was younger. And now I'm just like, please never leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, don't go. Yeah. <laughs> Stay. <laughs> no, I will say one thing I think that could be cool for a future, uh, uh, feud is, now that with Edge being the mega heel and Randy being the baby face, if they were to, like, if you had like RK bro versus, you know, judgment day, mm-hmm. that that'd, could be really cool. Be cool. I would like to see that, frankly. <laughs> yeah. Cause they have two younger guys and two legends that, and all of them know how to talk. So yeah. it kind of writes go itself. Wrong with that. Yeah. Oh man! But yeah, I just—it's a uh, yeah, and of course, I'll always be hyped for a good RKO because, as people point out, well, as when Randy comes running up out of the audience, as people point out, how Randy hates wearing pants because he just never does, even when he's in disguise. It's just a jacket, right? Yeah, and you're like, I can <laughs> see your trunks, like not <laughs> stupid. Oh my gosh! But it's still, like, I'll always be hyped for the RKO out of nowhere. Because he legitimately knows how to make it seem like it's out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. It feels so, that way too. Oh yeah, especially when he just like slides into the ring. It's like bam, and then slides out and takes off, and you're like, "What just happened?" <laughs> and that's all my work for today. I will see you guys next week. That's the yeah. <laughs> same vibe, same energy. I yeah, I'm yeah. What a career, man! It's still like I mean, he's still around, obviously, but like 20 years of being consistent of also growing and developing and, you know, really just becoming a better version of yourself in every capacity mm-hmm. and contributing to the business, loving the business, defending the business. I, I have a lot of respect for that. You know, you don't always have to be perfect. It's been proven nope. and they've admitted that openly. And mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to know about some of the, you know, controversies, we're not going to talk about it here, obviously, as you've seen, but there's plenty of times you can look at it and determine for yourself how you feel about it. But, Oh, yeah. For me, plenty of people have yeah. covered it in great detail. Right. Like we'd be broken records at this point. But yeah. if you get the chance to rewatch the stuff and kind of look at a new look from a new perspective at Randy, it's really fascinating to see like how far he's come. And I, I'm glad we're able to talk to talk about it today, Caleb. Is there anything else yeah. that you wanted to like add before we kind of like sign off here? Uh I don't know. I just to your point of like, I just the big reason we go over stuff like this, like whether it's a person whose career just finished up, like when we covered Undertaker or someone who like Cody or edge that make big, a big splash because of a comeback. Mm -hmm. The big thing I just want people to take from this is like, appreciate the stuff that's around because you never know, like you never know when a health, like something's going to happen, like with triple H where due to health reasons, was forced in retirement. That was sad. That was exactly. And because he wasn't ready yet. And I'm sure in his mind, he wanted to make sure like when he goes out, it would be in a big 
way that only Triple H could do, but mm-hmm. his health said otherwise. So, yeah. and he did get something. So, yeah, no, that was awesome. Yeah. I'm glad he could do that. That was really nice. And, yeah. Uh, but I'm saying, like, the big reason I'm glad we, we when we cover stuff like this is just like appreciate the big name wrestlers you got, or not just not just the big names, but like appreciate the wrestlers that are like putting in the work because it's like when they're gone like they're gone like when they're done they're done yeah that's it and so it's like enjoy it while it's here and because it's like it just makes it better because then when you look back on it you can remember it fondly because like i said when we do eventually get to the cena episode i'm gonna have to eat a lot of crow of like i did not enjoy a lot of his run because i was too busy being you know smarmy internet person yeah so we all make mistakes exactly but because of that's why i'm like trying to tell people like don't do that mm-hmm. enjoy while it's here because guys like randy aren't like common yeah i can just put in literally two decades worth of just like iconic matches yeah it's it's pretty awesome and it's pretty special and i'm glad we've had him around for so long and i'm hoping that you know we still get a good handful of years out of him as long as he wants to and yeah. in conclusion there's some great randy orton matches you've heard us talk about him you know cactus jacket uh backlash 2004 right i believe so yeah. back no no wait no five five i think oh my gosh because it wasn't evolution up. yet no, <laughs> yeah because it, it was out of evolution at that time so yeah yeah so yeah backlash 2005 you have his match with Undertaker, also 2005. You have his match with Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's just a huge collection. And I'm sure that like the like Peacock has everything you need oh, yeah. to watch that. Just, or the WWE Network, if you're in another country listening to us. And, yeah, and like look up the Orton profile and just like, which I'm sure I haven't looked lately. I wouldn't be surprised if they have something like that now for mm-hmm. whenever they hit a milestone like 20 years. Yeah, I, I'm sure they probably will. So keep an eye out. Uh, the WWE Evil episode is great with him. And yeah, it's, it's pretty awesome. But just as a reminder, we are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Spotify. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on Breaker. We're on Overcast. We're on your web browser. We're everywhere. You simply cannot hide from us. We love doing this. We love talking about this. This has been a really fun episode. It's always cool to talk about Randy Orton. And... Until we start our next journey talking about another wrestler or another wrestling event, please stay safe. Please enjoy content. And please keep doing what you're doing. Please keep being wonderful. We really appreciate having you as listeners, as fans. You guys are awesome. I'm Austin Cook. And I'm Caleb McLemore. We are the Internet World Order. We will see you guys soon. See you guys.